welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. And if you're just joining us, our focus is holistic wellness. And that means the latest in natural ways to help us all live healthier, happier, and longer. And one thing Roy and I try to do every day is certainly give our body the healthiest food possible so we have that longer, healthier, and happier life I just talked about. But sometimes diet, even the healthiest diet, just doesn't have everything that we need. So that's where supplements come in. That's right. I I would say we're big believers in supplements, and I know that's some folks disagree with that, but I think they've worked really well for us. But here's a case. It's a case involving something called vitamin K. And nutritional experts say vitamin K could be one of the most important dietary supplements we need to be taking every day because it's not available in our diet. In the standard American diet, it's almost impossible to get the vitamin K you need. You need for both your bones and your cardiovascular. Well, that's that's big news to check it out here. We've asked one of our favorite experts, microbiologist Karan Krishnan from Just Thrive Probiotics to join us on the phone from Chicago today to help us really learn about vitamin K and what the uses are and why we should be taking mm-hmm. it. So, hi, Karan. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Judy. I have to say that my sources have told me that you have said this K27 supplement is, quote, the most important supplement, unquote, there is that we should all be taking. Are my sources right about that? You know, they are, and, and, and I like how accurate your sources are because <laughs> that's, that's exactly what, what I've said before. Um, you know, it's, it's the quintessential supplement. Uh, the whole idea of dietary supplements came about because we knew that our, that our diets and our food, the, the foods that we typically consume, are inadequate in terms of providing us with all of the critical nutrients that we need at the right doses. Um, and so the idea of dietary supplements was to supplement your food. And that's why even by FDA standards, dietary supplements are regulated as food. So if there is a critical nutrient that we are not getting enough of in our diet, we are supposed to take it as a dietary supplement, typically in a capsule. Vitamin K27 is that quintessential nutrient. It is absolutely necessary for our normal function. Um, Its deficiency plays significant roles in major chronic illnesses. And the thing is, we get almost none in our diet at all, almost zero in the Western diet. And, you know, it seems like this is, we're just hearing about this in the last, what, maybe couple of years that it's gotten so popular. Is, is there a reason? This isn't something we've heard a lot about in the past. Yeah, you know, what's interesting, many of these nutrients and vitamins and all that, although they have been studied for decades and have thousands of research papers behind them, there's usually some twist or reason that gets the attention of the press. Uh, with the, with, in case of the vitamin K2 particularly, it's because of the popularity of vitamin D. So as we start studying vitamin D deeper, we come to find out that vitamin D has a very critical partner in its, in its functionality, especially in the bone area, and that critical partner is vitamin K2. So a lot of the awareness and popularity behind the, uh, the emergence of vitamin K2, if you will, and it's a vitamin that's been discovered for over 100 years now, um, came because of the awareness around vitamin D. And we find out that they function hand-in-hand, especially in the area of bone building. Our, our oldest son just had a, a knee replacement. He, he banged up his knees in football and ended up having to do this at a young age. And they, and the, he had it done a couple of years ago, and the, and the appliance was bad. It was actually recalled. It started falling apart in his knee, so he just had a revision. And is this something that Michael should be taking? 
Yeah, absolutely. So in, in the case of tissue repair, um, a lot of the mechanisms that surround tissue repair will require the function of vitamin K2. Um, in part, one of the new discoveries that we found with, with regards to vitamin K2 function is it's critical for the mitochondria of the cell. So the mitochondria of the cell is the powerhouse of the cell. That's really what gives the cell its, its ability to conduct all of the functions that our different cells conduct, whether it's your, your joint cells, right? So you're in your ligaments, tendons, or muscles. Those, in order for them to multiply and repair, they need to be able to produce significant amounts of energy. That energy comes from the mitochondria. Vitamin K2 is absolutely critical to the functionality of the mitochondria within each cell in our body. In a study we did, it actually increases the ability of the mitochondria to produce energy by almost 40%. Whoa. It's huge. Yeah. Okay. Imagine all of these trillions of cells that we have all over our body. Each cell has these little engines in them called mitochondria, our heart cells, in our nerves, our muscles, our skin. All of those things have mitochondria in it. And as those mitochondria become weak and they die, which is what the process of aging causes, then the cells die. And when the cells die, the tissues that the cell makes up die. And that's where we get degeneration and aging from. It's called the mitochondrial free radical theory of aging. Hmm. Uh, vitamin K2 directly um, impacts that. So now K2 is, is good for bones, but also I understand it's good for cardiovascular. Yeah, it's probably the most important thing for cardiovascular. So on the bone side, it, wow. it does this unique function where it actually takes the calcium and sticks it on the bone. Okay. It's the only compound in the body that has the capability of actually activating the glue that sticks calcium onto the bone. Now, on the heart side, it does the opposite. It's the only thing in the body that removes calcium from the arteries. So we know mm. that calcification in the arteries is what drives heart disease and cardiovascular illness. Um, there's a study, one of the, uh, there's numerous studies, but one of my favorite is something called the Rotterdam study, which was 4,800 patients over 10 years. And they followed the patients and they put them in categories based on their vitamin K27 intake. What they found was that the, the group that got a minimal intake of vitamin K27 over 10 years had a 50% reduction in cardiovascular mortality. Whoa, 50%? 50 wow. Yes, yeah, 50%. I mean, that's unbelievable. You know, statins, the biggest drug sold, um, I think, in history, yeah. and the number one use of it is to reduce cardiovascular risk. All of the studies that they've done on statins, the best it can do to, re to reduce cardiovascular mortality is 30%. And then there's all of these side effects that go along with it. Yeah. Here's a, <laughs> right? And yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's a vitamin yeah. I know this that reduces it by 50%. You know, it's, it's amazing. So I'm looking at a bottle here that I brought into the studio, and it's uh, vitamin K27. What's the significance yeah. of the 7? Yeah, and that's a really important question. So I'm glad you asked that. When you see vitamin K2 in the marketplace, you'll find two versions. One is K24 and the other is K27. The 4 and 7 basically um, designate the number of side chains that are on the vitamin K molecule. As it turns out, the, the higher the number of side chains to a point, the more stable and, and effective the vitamin K2 compound is in the body. Uh, to give you an example of that, the half-life of K24, which is a shorter number of side chains, is about three hours in the body. So it's hard to kind of accumulate enough of that in the system to affect all of the cells in your body. The half-life of K27 is about 48 hours. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, more than 10 times uh, more effective in the body. The other problem is most of the K24 that you see in the marketplace is synthetic. And I always encourage people to, to look at natural vitamins rather than synthetic vitamins because synthetic vitamins can have a lot of, um, you know, unwanted chemical entities in them. So K27 is the key, and that's the one with the most studies. My dear, I just want you to know that an overnight package with K27 bottles is, is, is on its way, so Michael can, can start taking them in the next 30 or 45 hours. Okay. Thanks, Karan. We've been talking with Karan Christian of Just Thrive Probiotics about vitamin K2-7, which has big benefits for both our heart and our bones. And you can find out more about vitamin K2-7 at thriveprobiotic.com. That's thriveprobiotic.com. You know, in getting ready for this interview, I did some research and came up with a couple of scary statistics. How'd you like to be really depressed? No, no. It's just that we need to know these things, okay? Because we need to know. Are you going to scare me? Are you going to scare me? Not really. Okay. You know this. It's just a matter of what we have to do. You're going to scare our listeners. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) So osteoporosis is a disease that affects one in two women over 50 in this country and one in four men over 50 in this country. Okay, so I think osteoporosis is something we should pay attention to. It leads to 2 million broken bones a year, according to the National Osteoporosis Foundation. Up next, we're going to talk to the author of a new book about how to turn grief into what she calls a dance of self-discovery. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com or on our website at healingquest.tv. And please... Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio.